As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for today's show. Today, we have a very special guest that I have connected with over LinkedIn. I mean, this young man seems to be really making things happen uh, within his career. So we're going to welcome Mr. Ryan Rembert. Ryan, how are you doing, man? Never better blessed to be stressed. We're going to have a good discourse today. We're going to have some good discourse. Well, cool, man. So, you know, I know a little bit about your background from connecting with you on LinkedIn, but can you tell the listening audience a little bit about your background? So I've been in Illinois for all of the 24 of the 26 years of my life, a couple years outside of that. But basically, Grew up in Central Illinois, uh, went to Central Illinois schools, then I went to Bradley University uh, for bachelor's in civil engineering, and then I worked in Champaign, Illinois um, for about three years. And then I've recently moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Um, I currently work for Burns & McDonald, um, a larger firm, which is, you know, looking like a Goliath-sized firm compared to the mid-sized firm uh, that I was my previous outfit. But I realized I need to have a change of pace. It's about month two, um, but it was one of the best adult decisions I've ever made. Um, I've really uh, steep leaned into being uncomfortable because I wanted to make that impact. And I realized I needed to change the perception and the environment that I was in to really be able to get my foot in the door when it comes to water, wastewater, and also digital water. You know, we can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. And I want to kind of lean into this and tell a little bit about your backstory. So um, you went to Bradley, you finished, and did you seek to go to a large firm when you first finished up? But what were you thinking for that first job when you finished up? Well, I guess we're going to get a little personal. So I had my walking orders, uh, both my mom and dad were both in the military. So if I have some military references, bear with me. But um, my grandfather, which was one of the best influences in my life, told me, uh, because I didn't grow up with my dad in the household, um, most of my dad's family is in the Champaign area. So he told me about my junior year of college, um, if there's a firm in Champaign, you need to go to that so you can be able to get acquainted with your dad's side of the family, which is probably one of the best things I've ever um, you know, done in my life. Um, if you see me, you interact with me, you would never know that, you know, my mom and dad wasn't together just because I had a lot of good culture and okay. a lot of good, um, mentors and people to really, you know, lean on me. And I usually don't get into all the past things, but I'm going to, I guess, get out of my comfort zone and start explaining more about my past because a lot of people can identify with that, you know, the single mom and, you know, having stepdads and stuff like that. But, um, really having that foundation and finding yourself, um, you know, um, understanding you mm -hmm. is the best career development because a lot of people, they, you know, chase money, but I had some 
orders from the patriarch of my family on my mom's side, my grandfather. And he told me, you have to understand the other side of the coin. You know about all these things. So I had orders. And yeah, that, that's pretty dad, cool. So the, mm-hmm. the biggest investment that you can make is really understanding yourself in terms of career development. And there's something when you show up authentically as yourself and you allow other people in and how that can be a blessing and an inspiration to other people. Concur. Um, it's weird uh, because the transition from Illinois to Texas was seamless. It's just, I, I, but I needed that training. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people get angry because they're at this certain spot, but looking back on hindsight 2020, you need those certain experiences and, you know, you have to know you and, you know, how that works with everyone else. But, you know, a lot of people get scared about that stuff. And don't get me wrong. I'm a very ambitious person, but um, I had to make those certain decisions and make those certain sacrifices. But um, I love Central Illinois. I love the Bradley Braves, Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois, home of the Braves. Go Braves. And, And so, all right, you left Bradley. You went to Champaign or the Champaign area. Uh, you had a job. I gather you were working for a small and medium-sized um, consulting firm. Mm-hmm. And so what was that experience like? And what were some of the things that you found to help uh, build the foundation for the success that you're having now? Well, I'm, I'll say this because... A lot of people, when they leave firms because of, you know, issues or dissatisfaction with a myriad of reasons, Mm -hmm. they like to get angry and burn bridges. I enjoyed 95% of my time in my previous employer. I just had certain things that I wanted to get changed. However, I value that experience more than jumping ship. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, my previous project manager, the principal, he said, I will take you as far as your drive allows. And I... I, man of my word, I, you know, when it comes to um, employment, I pick my boss, I pick who I'm going to be interacting with over the company, you know, so um, some things that I really appreciated in my firm, my previous firm was, it was all about the first principles, you know, if you look at my LinkedIn, look at my farewell to, you know, farewell to Fairgram, I did, you know, two parts, Facebook, I mean, excuse me, LinkedIn posts about it, and they hit home the first principles and actually how to do the brass tax of engineering because we were dealing with municipalities and um you know a lot of people especially by millennials they'll be like oh this is stone age but like it made me value how far we have come technological wise and it made me have to really slow down and understand what i'm doing you know i got a lot of wisdom and i feel like i'm got an advantage because i was able to work on multiple different projects and i had to balance that and you know get into minor managerial roles just because it comes with the territory you're in a mid-sized firm you're in a smaller firm you have to be able to you know tumble and turn so that's probably the biggest pro um you know i was i don't want to say a con but it's kind of what's our i'm a civil engineer so the culture of civil engineers, the people that don't look like me are the majority, <laughs> and that's okay. That is yeah. okay. I am yeah. here to be a living sacrifice and prove to people that you can make it. So yeah. um, I just felt uncomfortable not having people that look like me, you know, and being the only black male in the company was annoying. So I uh, kind of wanted to make that leap to be in a more diverse network. Okay. And 
know, that's why I targeted going to Texas because uh, if you go to ASC and look at, you know, top states, I mean, not states, top cities for civil engineers, there's a, quite a few Texas states on there. I mean, Texas uh, cities. Uh, cities, okay. At Banowitz Marketing, we succeed when you succeed. Build a thriving family business with great marketing that actually works. How? Start with comprehensive marketing direction and a clear action plan. Then get attentive expert help and choose whether that help comes as done for you services or as done with you guidance. Visit us at thrivingfamilybusiness.com to get started today. I, James, I didn't look for the firm. I that was that was God. I, I looked for the opportunity, and it was presented myself. A, a lot oh. of something that is a you know success pillar to me is do not chase the money. Chase your passion. Chase what you do. I can say, even in my previous outfit, I never had a bad day at work. There were stressful days at work, but it was never a bad day. If you let yourself get out of whack because of some things that are outside of your control. I'm an engineer. We're in a stressful business, but we're not in the stone ages. It's very peaceful. It's very quiet. I'm in a cubicle. (laughs) These are emails. You can figure this out. If you have a good communication with your project managers, you can get everything resolved, but make sure you get it resolved internally before you go out to the client. Because another thing about me is civil engineering is a service industry. You have to get back to why are we doing what we do? You know, I, the best class that I got the highest marks on was the ethics because the canons, civil engineering, you have to have, you know, a good head on your shoulders when you're doing this, because understanding coming from a smaller firm and having, you know, villages and having to, you know, drive through them and understand these conditions, these people rely on you. Actually, a uh, previous project manager, uh, Larry, thank you, Larry. He said, you have to have a heart for what you do because these people are relying to you to translate um, very complex situations and guide them through it, but also make sure it's cost effective because you can imagine yourself signing the check for that invoice. Yeah, That's something that you know I hang my hat on. That's another reason why I say 95% of my experience from my previous employer was amazing because I really got to understand why we do what we do. And doing the fires and, you know, during COVID we had, I was an essential worker during COVID. I worked and did a whole project and, you know, I had to put my resident engineer cap on because we were understaffed, but I did it. And and I imagine you learned a lot from that experience. So before we we move toward the transition to where you are now, there was one special project, I believe that you were able to work on before you left Champaign, Uh, a street road project or something. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So um, I mentioned that my family is, I'm going to say it's their big deal in the Champaign-Urbana area. Um, Thank you, Grandma Evelyn Underwood. My grandmother um, and some other people, they're called the Ellis Drive Six, help desegregate the Champaign-Urbana school district in the 60s. Oh, wow. Um, So we were doing a, a subdivision um, project doing some, you know, resurfacing and doing ADA ramps because there's quite a few people that are handicapped in that area. And I was selected to help with the design. And I told my project manager, do you know where this is at? And they're like, yeah, let's drive subdivision. Do you know who lives there? And I explained and he's like, this is going to be your baby, isn't it? And I was like, yes, um, because all throughout design, all throughout construction, I was there from the end. 
to the beginning. I was able to have lunch breaks outside my grandmother's house. And that's another reason why I loved my previous outfit because, and also what my grandfather on my father, I mean, on my mother's side told me, you have to learn the other side of your you know, family, you know, I'm a, a big family person. I have a really good connection with all my family members, but that took time. And just like all development, you have to, you know, look at yourself and figure out all the aspects, but you know, that's, everyone had that adolescence. And, you know, yeah. But I mean, it, not every, not everybody leverages the lessons that they learned during adolescence or the lessons mm -hmm. that they learned during those times to be able to translate into future success. And one of the things I love about you and interacting with you is you speak with so much poise and wisdom and you allowed your grandmother and your grandfather and other people to really speak into your life. And now you're speaking into other people's lives. And I think that's just amazing. You have to fill other people's cups, but you have to be filled. You know, I'm a very spiritual person. I have a very good foundation with God and, you know, um, that is instrumental in everything. You know, my new project manager, um, you know, she told me that um, I can tell everything you do is a mission. Yes, everything that I do, I put my 100% on because why do it? We only have one life. You have to live a life that you, at the end of the day, you feel very happy. But going back to the reflection aspect, I think of my memories as a museum and I go back and I look through them and, you know, yes, memories change in the perception. But sometimes you talk to other people that were there and you can learn more things every time you look back at those certain memories. Because something that my grandfather and he lived till 90, you know, he actually lived until like a few years after I graduated college. He said, I'm going to make sure I see you have that diploma because, you know, um, my mom asked me, why are you so driven? It's because, you know, a year before my grandfather passed, he told me, in the first five years outside of college, you're going to do everything and more in my whole entire life. He worked in a factory and he, you know, lied to pay work at like 10 to, you know, help his family. And, you know, he lived through Jim Crow, he did all those things, but he gave me all the lessons and being a father and all the things. And I would say my family knows I'm closest to him because he was able to articulate all the things and mental health and all of that type of stuff that took him years. Like so, And so, Ryan, what I would say to you is that he gave the lessons, but you had to receive them. If you didn't receive them, it would be like pouring water into a container that has a lid on it where it's not going to take, you have to be open to receive. And I, I just applaud you because you were open and you, you're still open to receive. And I think that is definitely a success principle just in terms of being open to receive the wisdom and input from life and being able to leverage that to create the future that you want. I urge everyone to be very curious because you never know when God's going to send you a messenger and you're going to look because of these preconceived notions or, oh, they might like this or, oh, they subscribe to this or, oh, they're Dallas Cowboys fans. Like it, you know, it, <laughs> you never know. You can learn from, that's just a Texas reference. Hi, this is James. And I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next success or rant. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals? 
in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. Yeah, yeah. See, I've never said this on the podcast. I'm originally from Philadelphia, so I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So I'm not real. I'm not a big Dallas fan. So, but I'm not gonna hold that against you. Team. Hold on. How about them? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold that against you. I still like you. Oh no, no. Listen, I I'm just trying to acclimate to Dallas Fort Worth before you know, <laughs> I uh, go to Houston. But um, yeah, so I think that was that's pretty cool too. So, um, can you talk a little bit about your transition and what you're doing now? I want people, I think we've had a, a little bit about your backstory, a little bit mm-hmm. about of the fact that you're carrying the wisdom of your ancestors with you and mm-hmm. kind of moving forward and how you navigate that. You've talked about you have a strong relationship with God and, and how everything you do is on mission. So let's talk a little bit about your experience in the transition from Illinois to Texas and how you're you're going to do the Texas two-step uh, Ryan style, you know, stepping into one place for a little while and then going down to Houston. So talk a little bit about that. So I have to harken back to, you know, the basic training of three years of being in Champaign after college. This is a Dallas is kind of like the prelude to going to Houston. I got hired to go straight to Houston. However, some going back to a very big success principle, knowing yourself, I've been in central Illinois for 25 years. I did not know how to maneuver in a large city. I have family in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So that six-month transition, I told them, I don't care if I have to get a six-month lease. I need to be in Dallas. And it also goes back to knowing your worth and understanding that if you're not going to be comfortable somewhere, you can walk away. Because that's what I had to do. I, had to, I, I needed to get acclimated. And that's just because of me. I'm always going to be someone that's going to be a quick learner because I listen. I'm a good auditory person and I'm going to be researching and doing the extra, you know, duties to get back to speed. But I need to be comfortable in that environment and going to a very urban environment. um, I wanted to just have that transition, but also, you know, talk to my family members and have that base because I don't have family in Houston. So I wanted to understand uh, Texas before I went to the to fourth Houston. largest city of Houston, H-Town. Oh, so, my goodness. So let, let me kind of uh, backtrack and fill in the blanks. So you were offered the job, but the opportunity was in Houston. Part of the negotiation process, you're looking at your self-worth. You're knowing who you are and what you need to actually be successful. So you then negotiate um, you know, a, a situation where you go from Illinois to Dallas-Fort Worth because you have family in Dallas-Fort Worth that helps to get you acclimated. And then you're going to do your project management or do the engineering and consulting from there as you guys are building your team. Then you're going to springboard to Houston in about six months. Yeah, and it's a twofold um, effort in maturity, but also understanding that sacrifices have to be made to get to where you need to go. You need to change your perspective sometimes. And the thing about me is I still have my contacts in Illinois. I still talk to my ex-coworkers. I still, it's three degrees of separation. Yeah, uh, It does not matter. We are in a post-COVID society. I can still talk to all these people. And 
realizing that I'm a single man with no kids, none of that, I can move. You've got to be able to get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Sometimes that discomfort or that, you know, energy or dysfunction that you feel because you feel like that you are used to this. Sometimes that's an opportunity in disguise. And so, you, you know, get that opportunity. So for those that haven't picked up, Ryan, you're about what, 26, 27 years old? 26, uh, two, two days, I mean, two weeks ago, I turned 26, yes. Happy belated birthday. And, and so you are, I believe, one of the first millennials that uh, we've had in terms of an interview uh, on the podcast, you know, reading through your LinkedIn posts, your post has so so much depth to them that I had to reach out. Like, you know, I had to reach out. I got to get the notice, dude, because, you know, the, the way that you were responding to things really drew me in to want to connect with you. And so, you know, we're, we're going to about to end things up on the interview. But, you know, do you have any words of wisdom for your fellow millennials who may be tuning in listening to this episode you need to understand that you are capable of a lot of things you just have to believe those things you know we get conditioned that we can be in our own ways and yes we are creatures of habit but humans can adapt we've adapted a lot and um, being able to adapt but also being able to adapt but still bring your circle no matter where you're at because everyone can pick up a phone. It gives me a lot of solace that I am still very supported, even though none of my friends live in the city I live. It's just communication and being able to be comfortable in your own skin, but also being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because once you get past that, you're getting used to those certain changes and you know, you can mature through life and you know have this evolution like. I'm talking a multi-layered evolution from like my personal and professional, but it's very similar. You just have to understand who you are and bring that always to the forefront and the table because, you know, a lot of people, um, and I'll end on this, a lot of people work and do all this stuff and they have like a narcissistic fantasy of like, I'm going to have this, the 2.5 kids and all this type of stuff. And you're working to impress people that don't care. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of boomers and they have slaved away at a job just for the status and understanding that I'm very fortunate as a black male engineer. There's not many of us. You look at my LinkedIn post. I have the statistics because I, I, I will defend our black boys and men. I will defend <laughs> that is the forefront. Yes, you will. I'm very passionate about that, but. I'm also very fortunate in understanding that, you know, it could always be worse. So two things, lean with yourself because of they want you for you, because sometimes they don't want the skill. They want you. Um, and the second thing is just, you know, understand basically, oh, I don't even remember the second thing. I was so much in a lean into you like that. Well, just it, it, And that's OK. Right. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of my ending on that. I could, go long-winded on that but I, I also I also had to just talk about you know how me as a person I, I have to you know represent the black boys that do not have these opportunities and you know shout out to the sisters because they are elevating in tech and stem and everywhere in education and you know speaking for myself I don't have any animosity because I love to see someone who looks like me when some of the other engineers they might be intimidated but that's more people that can give you 
more insights. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. I think it's great, man, to really be supportive of people as they are along their journey and being able to show up in rooms so that other people that look like you can see someone, like for me, for instance, to be able for me to show up in the room for other young African-American men to see a brother with a PhD and a PE who has been working in the industry for over 20 years, um, and it is still thriving, that says something. And I think we all, as we show up authentically as ourselves, can be an example to uh, the next generation and be an example to people who just may need a little bit of encouragement. That is very, very accurate. You know, being able to identify with other, you know, entities and people from other backgrounds. Like, I'm a man of people. I can identify with everyone. I can interact. I want to be inclusive. The word intersectionality comes to mind when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I realized how hard it was to get here. And I just want to pay that back. So a lot of people don't. Yeah, I don't want to end on that. I really want to address that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not want to live in my echo chamber. It's just I understand how hard it is. And I want to make it a little bit easier for someone that's a little bit younger than me. But I can interact with the best of them. I can go overseas and I most likely will and be able to, you know, interact. But I'm sure you will if that's what you want to do. It's just you reaching out to me. And I really want to thank you because you just raised the bar. I a PE and a PhD. I didn't know. I have not seen it. So, you know, black excellence. Kudos to you. Thank you so much, sir. And I really do want to network with you outside of this interview. I thank you for giving me just a platform to really speak my piece and you know tell my story and also you know just honor my grandfather because I'm in this. This will be the first public platform that I really get to tell everyone in the world thank you to him. Oh, that's cool, man. I'm I'm glad that I could be part of your story and part of you honoring your grandfather. And absolutely, as I told you before, we're going to stay connected. Um, I would love to do some other kinds of forums and different things with you because you're passionate about so many things. Um, But I'm going to end uh, this podcast episode. Uh, First, I want to thank you for being a guest, but I'll end the podcast episode like I end every podcast episode. And it's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there are, are a select group of people that are actually following through doing it and living the life of their dreams and the life that they design. Ryan, I want to thank you and congratulate you for being one of those select few. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it in a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.